Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Our justice system now being used as a political tool by the party in power. Yes, it is. We now, though, we know that President Biden urged his attorney general to indict the man who he knew was going to be the leading opponent against him. Uh, That begins to look like banana republic land. That's what happens when people in power uh, are afraid of the democratic process. What they do is they seek the indictment and prosecution of the people who are running against them. I have a constitutional right to vote against Donald Trump for the third time. I voted against him twice. I intend to vote against him again. But I want to have that right to vote against them and not have that right taken away from me by prosecutors and by the president who uh, wants to see him uh, in prison. Uh, that's just not the American way. Well, you, you- That's Alan Dershowitz. And that's the whole argument. I hit this from a couple of different angles. Uh, but the first one has to be towards the people on the political left who don't understand the argument. Their hate, they believe, should be law. And their hate is nothing more than crazed fanaticism that should be put down because it's valueless. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669, uh, the, the, the lawyer, Alan Dershowitz. Now, his his point about I should be able to vote and and voice my opinion on a candidate by not voting for them as opposed to having the Justice Department take it away from me. Interesting, interesting take. But the the real, uh, I think, Banana Republic uh, moment is in the idea that the stretch is so great to bring these indictments. The stretch was so great in New York to bring the indictment against President Trump from Alvin Bragg, the district attorney, Regarding uh, what's her name? What's what's the name of the of the of the dancer hooker chick? Stormy Daniels. That's it. Stormy. What? 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 Dancer hooker chick? Stripper hooker chick? I don't know what else, I don't know what else I was gonna say. I thought that was the proper way to say it. I don't know. I don't know the nomenclature of of the uh, stripper hooker chick. I, I mean, what what else? What else? I'm sorry. The TikTok star. I I don't know what they are anymore. He pays her from from account A. It's supposed to come from account B. That's not a felony on any level. Alvin Bragg stretches it to be a felony. You should be disgusted by that. That's different than whether or not you could be disgusted by Trump. And again, I'll get into that. You should be disgusted by the indictment regarding January 6th. Doesn't matter what you think about January 6th. No one asks, no one cares. That's a personal opinion. It's like what I think of the movie La La Land. The truth is, eh. But that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter uh, to, to, to the Oscars. It doesn't matter to the box office. I gave an opinion. Meh. That's it. That's all there is to it. What matters in the conversation of the indictments of, of, of January 6th, is whether or not you want to engage the idea that the activity of speech is criminal. And everybody who knows anything about the law, 
as they have described it over and over and over and over and over again, knows that this is just an impossibility. You're going to get into his mind. Is this your plan? You're going to get into his mind and know exactly what he was thinking? That's fantastic. Best of luck with that. You're going to go deep into the recesses of the mind of Donald Trump. I didn't know we were doing Inception Part 2, especially with the writer strike and the SAG strike going on. I didn't think the actors were up for it. And now you got to get Elliot Page to play Ellen Page to, to do the movie again. The whole thing becomes very confusing. The stretch. The manipulation. The desperation to destroy the man. This is what they're doing. That should disgust anybody who actually believes in the Constitution. Anybody who believes in the Republic. And when Alan Dershowitz discusses Banana Republic, that's exactly right. What has happened to us? This is the second time I've heard this question. It was asked by Stephanopoulos to Burgum. Uh, he, Burgum is the governor of North Dakota, the rather popular governor of, of North Dakota. He's running for president of the United States. And uh, look, the campaign is, is not going anywhere. But he hasn't embarrassed himself. Now, I'm talking about a guy on the national level who is polling at 0.5%. I get it. In Iowa, by the way, he's at 2.3, but the latest poll is just uh is just a kick for him. That latest poll, we have to go at, we have to go over. And and I will, I promise. He was asked whether or not he thought Joe Biden was president. He's getting pushed by by uh George Stephanopoulos, this Clintonista uh, about whether or not Biden is president. We're still asking this question. And it turns out, yes, we are still asking this question. Yes or no, did Donald Trump lose the 2020 election? Whoever puts their hand on the Bible on January 20th every four years uh, is the winner. Okay, but respectfully, you did not clearly answer that question. And if He should have told the reporter to go to hell. We're still asking this question. Is Joe Biden the president? Joe Biden's the guy who tanked the, the economy. Yeah, Joe Biden's the president. Joe Biden's the guy who allowed Ukraine to walk, uh, Russia to walk into Ukraine. Yeah, Joe Biden's the president. Joe Biden's the guy who lets China steal all our technology. Yeah, Joe Biden's the president. You got any other stupid questions, lady? Why? Why is this question being asked? Because it's the gotcha. You didn't clearly answer the question. He should have gotten up and left. You're too dumb to ask me questions. Next time, get me a better reporter. Up. If you don't know Joe Biden's the president, you're too dumb to ask me questions. This is considered journalism. This is considered journalism in, in the 21st century. Oh my God, we're screwed. But then again, I can uh, share with you uh, what uh, Chris Christie just did. You want to talk about screwed. My God, there, there's just no understanding of how to like act normal anymore. None.
you didn't answer it clearly. You did not clearly answer that question. And if you can't give a yes or no because on whether or not Trump lost, then how of can course, you? No, of, of course he lost. Uh, Trump lost the 2020 of, election. Of course. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden's the president. But the issue is, I think, what, what people in the media and elsewhere, they want to act like somehow this was just like the perfect election. Governor. Well, of course they want to act like it's a perfect election. I mean, that is the desperation. But to ask that question, this question has now become the litmus test. This question has now become the struggle session because we have a a media apparatchik that won't accept the fact that Pennsylvania was a big hot mess, Georgia had its share of mess, and Arizona had its share of mess, never mind some other places. We're not going to notice that elections have a mess, that things, that places have issues. What are you, out of your mind? But you remember these aren't journalists. These are not journalists. These are activists who get to hold, uh, who get to have keys to offices in the buildings of NBC and in the New York Times. They're not journalists. That's the very last thing they are. They are ideologue activists. And that's how they got the job to begin with. We are in this, 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 this sea of, of, of nonsense because we have people whose the desire to destroy is more valuable to them than their desire to be rational. And they don't care what they destroy. If you argue that, that you want to destroy Trump, whatever it is, Trump's guilty, and you're willing to throw out the Constitution with it... Uh, what, what what's the point of view? What value do you really bring? And the answer is none. You bring no value because you're somebody only interested in destruction. You don't care that it goes from republic to banana republic. You're fine with that as long as you get your guy. Because we should be clear and make sure we understand each other. And if somebody wants to argue this point with me, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. The political left, if they had their way, no one in the political right or on the political right would ever be allowed to speak again. They wouldn't exist. This idea that the left longs for a rational Republican Party, you're the people that destroyed Mitt Romney. Mitt Vanilla freaking Romney. Binders full of women. The dog's on the car. Oh, he wears his special underwear because you see he's Mormon. And it's funny. You ripped that guy apart. Could anyone have been more normal than Mitt Romney? Now, admittedly, he has become a a shame. But you understand if Romney had actually closed out that election and uh, put Obama in the trunk like he could have in, in debates number two and three, you never would have had Trump. It, and it would not have happened. You would have had eight years of Romney and Lord only knows who we'd have right now. You would have had only one term of Barack. Barack Obama. I, I, like I have to explain who Barack is. That's weird. It has been a long time since you've thought of the political right as somebody who just disagrees with you. 
George Bush was selected, not elected. You drew imagery imagery of him getting shot. You called him the devil. And now he's a super groovy guy because he hangs out at Cowboys games with Ellen. Oh, wait, hold on. Ellen's no longer acceptable. Oh, because he has a nice relationship with Michelle Obama. All right. Sure. You can create, you can, you can engage the idea that the genesis is indeed uh, the, the election of George Bush and that the courts did not go the way the left wanted them to, and they've never gotten over it. They've never, ever, ever gotten over it. How dare the courts not do what we want them to do? The left cannot handle that a- a- at all. But they're not looking for a cogent Republican Party or kind Republican Party or a normal Republican Party. Their desire is to end the Republican Party. Their idea of a Republican Party is that everybody is Rick Wilson. Everybody's Alyssa Farah. That's their idea of a Republican. That's what they believe. And destroying anybody on the political right, like we saw them do regarding COVID. That's exactly what they're about. 100%. So when you hear Trump at all costs, you have to accept the fact that they really do mean all costs. There's nothing they won't do. And if the republic gets damaged in, in, in the heat of the moment, so be it, because they don't care about the republic either. It's not because I say so. It's because they say so. They're the ones who say so. Anybody who favors mail-in voting the way they do doesn't care about the sanctity of the vote. Anyone who refuses the idea of voter ID laws doesn't care about the sanctity of the vote. They don't care about the rule of law. They care about winning. Anybody who is willing to stifle free speech the way the political left has regarding COVID and other things doesn't care about the republic. Anybody willing to stretch the law this way to get their guy, show me the man and I'll show you the crime, which is Beria, who led Stalin's secret police, the way they did with Alvin Bragg of New York and the way they did on this January 6th indictment, doesn't care about the rule of law. So please, let us not forget, let us not think that somehow everything would be okay if... Look at how they go after Ron DeSantis. And if Ron DeSantis indeed falls off the map completely, wait until you see what they do to Tim Scott, who they will start by telling you, you know, he's not really black. They've already hinted at that one. Or if it should be Pence or whoever else should come up next, wait till you see what they do to Vivek Ramaswamy. Don't ever buy into the idea that, oh, if Trump would do this, oh, if Trump would do that, don't get me wrong. I think Trump should do things differently and a whole host of things. But let's start with a baseline, shall we? We need to be people who believe in the republic. And right now, too many members of the political left don't. 
They believe in their power, in the destruction of the right, and by any means necessary. This is why people really do support Trump. It's about fighting back against that. I believe you can fight back with other candidates as well. Do I think Trump is out of this? No. But I, as I've been asking, you got to ask whether Trump's in it. But don't forget that the people coming after you, Trump, DeSantis, name your guy, everybody you put out political right is Hitler to them. Everyone. That's the destruction of the republic we need to fight. I'm Tony Katz. And every time it rains, it rains. Panties from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains panties from heaven? Elon Musk wants you to know if you were unfairly treated by your employer due to posting or liking something on this platform, we will fund your legal bill no limit. What? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. So I uh, post something. My employer says, hmm, me no like me, smash. I'm assuming that's what my employer sounds like. I don't know. Uh, um, you're going you're gonna to fund my defense? I'm not even sure how that works. I don't know if this is, I, I don't, is, is this a gimmick? Because, I mean, I'm staring at it. I'm staring at the tweet right here. Then again, of course, the, the, the big news is that uh, Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg, they are going to, uh, to fight. They're doing, they're doing like a, a cage match. It's really MMA. But they're they're doing the match, and now I think it's it's Musk who made like he thinks he's gonna need a little surgery before the match begins. They're gonna it's gonna be like an MMA fight. Now I don't know if it, is it gonna be Brazil, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Sorry, I couldn't get Brazilian out. Is it gonna be Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or is it gonna be full MMA? I I don't know which. But they said it was gonna stream live on X. You know, well X is uh, Twitter. It's now this nonsense thing called, I don't know why it's called X. The X app is the app for everything. That's that, That's what he's always wanted to call it. Um, the last time they tried to live stream something was DeSantis' campaign announcement, and that went like crap. So maybe this isn't the best idea, but I, I, I do believe, I do believe that if, if, if this is going to live stream, well, then clearly, clearly we have we have to all get together and be in a bar and watch this, right? Like, if Musk is going to take on Zuckerberg, and just so we're clear, I hope Elon Musk breaks Mark Zuckerberg in two. Oh, Tony, he trains a lot of uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I hope Musk breaks him in two. I hope he hits Musk. I hope Musk hits Zuckerberg over the head with an Oculus. I, I want to see it happen. Good Lord. But, yeah, if it's, if it's going to happen live, we have to get together, guys. We got to get together. Have some drinks, have some cigars, and watch the thing. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today.
The one indicator that's not changed is his approval rating and, in fact, his, his competitive, uh, you know, status against Donald Trump if he's a Republican nominee. Our poll that with Siena College last week found that the uh, president's still at that 39 percent approval rating. I think the average on 538 is around 41 percent. That's the lowest of any president at this stage going back to the history of polling except for Jimmy Carter. That didn't work out well for him. And our poll also showed him tied 43 percent to 43 percent with Trump. Now, now I, I'm I'm there, guys. I don't believe any one poll, but I thought it was important to start going over some numbers because there's a lot of these numbers that the left is now wholly obsessed with, and the argument of well, the reason they're obsessed is because they're trying to get Biden off the ticket because they know he can't win, and they're trying to get Newsom to replace him. I look, everything's possible, but I don't buy the theory. And the only reason I don't buy the theory is that had to happen in April. And it's August. I think it's too late to make the change, don't you? Tony Katz. That's me, Tony Katz today. That's the show. The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. Find everything going on at TonyKatz.com. The numbers are kind of interesting. Because if you take a look... There are some really unique things showing. And certainly one of those is that with everything that has happened regarding Trump, Joe Biden can get absolutely no love. The numbers are horrible for Joe Biden. Now, you can argue, hey, it's one poll. Wait a second. Just just so we're clear, you just heard where he is tied with Trump. Trump has three indictments. Oh, wait, do I hear four? Three indictments. You're the current president screaming to everyone and their mother that Bidenomics is a dream come true. All you can do is tell us how great things are, how America is respected again around the globe or something like that. All you can do is have your 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 uh, vice president go out there and tell us how great the Bidenomics is. You're proud of the term Bidenomics. You're going to keep using the term Bidenomics. And you can't outpoll the guy who America ostensibly hates and has got three freaking indictments. Well, that's something. Let me give you something else. This was uh, ABC polling, I believe it was. So uh, Curtis uh, Curtis Houck of uh, Newsbusters put this out there. So... This is about the charges against Trump. Are they very or somewhat serious? It says 65% call these new charges very or somewhat serious. 8% not too serious, 17% not serious at all. Should Trump have been charged? 52% say yes, 32% say no. Impression of Donald Trump, 30% favorable, 59% unfavorable. Okay, it's an ABC News poll done uh, August 2nd and 3rd with a margin of error of 3.4%. Okay. Favorable, unfavorable, Biden, 33% favorable, 52% unfavorable. 
So Trump is 30% favorable. Biden is 33. Trump is 59% unfavorable. Biden is 52. Biden's economic plan has saved the American worker. Trump has three freaking indictments. And you're still 20 points underwater, Joe Biden? Maybe those Trump supporters are right. Maybe they could just keep supporting Trump. Dear Lord, you want to talk about Teflon as Trump bulletproof? Well, maybe it's helpful when you have people as ridiculous as Governor Chris Christie visiting Ukraine. Oh, boy, is this great. Now, the fact that I'm the first person in America to compare Chris Christie to Flounder from, from uh, Animal House, I don't, I don't even understand how that's possible. Hello. I don't know. I don't know, but it's true. All I know is that Chris Christie goes to Ukraine. I only hope you're not operating heavy machinery right now. Chris Christie goes to Ukraine and meets with Zelensky, Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. And while Chris Christie is there, while Chris Christie is there, he gives uh, uh, Zelensky a, a, a gift. A little gift, a little something from me uh, to, to 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 you, right? A little, a little, a little something. Just want you to know, I'm thinking about you. Want you to know, I care about you. And Chris Christie, the former governor of New Jersey, former presidential candidate, current presidential candidate, gifted to Zelensky, handwritten lyrics to the Bon Jovi hit "It's My Life." from the famed singer. Now, I get it. Bon Jovi is from New Jersey. Not too far from where I grew up. Okay. I mean, you could have handed him some Bruce Springsteen lyrics. I mean, it's it's Long Island, but you could have given him some Billy Joel uh, lyrics. You could have given him some Frank Sinatra, some Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. Song for the broken hearted. But you give him this. Why? Why in the world would you give a head of state? What's what's wrong with you? It's my Let's talk about these lyrics. This ain't a song for the brokenhearted. No silent prayer for faith departed. And I ain't going to be just a face in the crowd. You're going to hear my voice when I shout it out loud. It's my life. It's now or never. But I ain't going to live forever. I just want to live while I'm alive. Oh, okay. Huh. I guess a lot of people in Ukraine are named Tommy and Gina. If you tell me that this is how a president acts 
you and I have a very different view of what a president should do. Much different. This is embarrassing. Chris Christie is ridiculous. Ridiculous. May I have 10,000 marbles, please? Ridiculous. It's... I haven't figured out. Is 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 this Chris Christie? Oh boy, is this great! Or is it more Elmer Fudd? Grilled cheese sandwich. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to figure that one out. If you take a look at Real Clear Politics, you want to talk about something brutal? Brutality. Chris Christie was uh, polling at 4% in Iowa and now is polling at 1%. He was at 4%. Now he's at 1%. You take a look at it nationally, in the latest Reuters-Ipsos poll, Chris Christie polled zero. Christie polled behind Asa Hutchinson. Well... That's an achievement. Usually you have to be well heard to do that. But let's talk about the polls because it's very, very interesting stuff. On the national side, the latest Reuters poll is August 2nd and 3rd. So post-indictment, Trump goes from 58 to 47. But DeSantis goes from 15 to 13. I, I mean, that's, that's crazy town. Trump is plus 34. Now, if you look at Iowa, you realize that DeSantis went up in the um, latest polling. So he was at 15 in the poll uh, from National Research. He was 16 at the poll from Fox Business. In the New York Times-Siena poll, he's at 20. He's at 20. It's very, very good for him. Trump went up from 42 to 44 in Iowa. Trump is up by 24 points. Now, admittedly, that's down for him because he had been up by 30 points. So you can argue over the span of two weeks, he's down six points. You can argue that that could be something to look at. But man, you're still up by a whole stinking bunch. And it would make sense as things get closer for things to tighten a little and people start to say, well, I'm over here. Well, I'm over there. It would make sense, right? You, you, you could see that happening. Has the indictment really hurt Trump? The answer is it doesn't doesn't show yet. Little things, right? If I'm DeSantis and I just vaulted up to 20, so I'm at 70% overall in Iowa, I'm writing to every donor I have and saying, oh, the momentum's coming our way. I argue that DeSantis's time is actually now or never. Right? That's where you would apply the music. That's where... See, maybe Chris Christie should have given the lyrics to Ron DeSantis. You've got the, the, the indictments against Trump. Now is the time. If you're DeSantis, you've got to make the move. Now's the time and the only time, by the way. You aren't making the move right now. You're never, ever gonna make it.
You can't do it. It is now or indeed absolutely positively never. So, what do we take? What do we think? What do we know? DeSantis has not shown me anything in terms of the the campaign. DeSantis does not show me anything regarding the campaign in Iowa that shows something different. It's been a lot of stuff happening outside of it, his media appearances. He has had some good hits. He had himself a good week. No idea if it actually connects with the voters. One of the things that went on was uh, someone asked him, hey, uh, Ron DeSantis, how are you going to handle if, uh, if you're on stage and you've got Donald Trump belittling you? follow-up for you, Governor. You get on that debate stage with Donald Trump and he starts to belittle you. How are you going to respond? So here's the thing. These insults are so phony. These insults are juvenile. That is not the way a great nation should be conducting itself. That is not the way the President of the United States should be conducting himself. So I enjoy the debate. You know, people in New Hampshire have been great. They're opinionated. Let's have those debates about the issues. I'm not going to insult somebody, somebody's looks or somebody's dress or something like that. Uh, I wouldn't teach my kids to treat people like that. We have a six, five and a three year old. We teach our kids to treat people the way you would want to be treated uh, yourself. So we will have differences uh, on issues. And, you know, one of the things I think about the former president, and I appreciate he did do a lot of great things and I was a big supporter, but he's running in 20. 24 on the things that he promised to do in 2016 and didn't do. He said he was going to drain the swamp. He did not drain the swamp, not even close. We ended his presidency with Anthony Fauci running the country. You couldn't even fire Fauci. And so now you're going to go drain the swamp. Give me a break. He said Mexico was going to pay for the border wall. Do you see the border secured? I see people coming in uh, infinitum. He said that he was going to lock Hillary up, just like he's now saying he's going to do a special counsel for Biden. Biden, two weeks after the election in 20, ah, forget about it. Don't worry about it. You can agree or disagree with them. That is a very well put together, cogent thought that's going to resonate with people say, oh, good on him. Taking the high road, presidential, pointing out the flaws, doing it clearly and directly, doing it without any hesitation. Presentation wise, it's good stuff. It's good, good stuff. And if this does not help him start getting some real polling numbers, dear Lord, I don't know what will. I have no idea what will. Uh, I just got this on Twitter. Tony Katz keeps keep glossing over Trump's campaign being broke. You're doing great. What What does that matter? Oh, this guy, oh, oh, he 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 uh, so I have the people who hate Trump and I have the people who hate DeSantis and they all tweet and and are just screaming, "Look at me, please God, look at me. I want to be popular." Um okay, all right. Uh this, uh Trump's campaign's broke. Whatever you say. I've heard that DeSantis's campaign is broke. I don't know who's broke. I don't know how much money they have. I'd have to go check.
But what does that matter? Well, Trump is using campaign funds to pay for his legal fees. Well, if people know that going in, all right. If people know that going in, okay. I don't like it, just like I don't like it for Maxine Waters when she pays her daughter. But, you know, if they know it going in, if they don't know it going in, I think it's an issue. But, like, what what is this? What the hell does... Why would you even send me this? I'd like to focus on the things that are actually happening and not uh, your, you know, people's insanity. DeSantis needs to make a move this week or one has to believe it's not going to happen. Bon Jovi was right. It's now or never. I'm Tony Katz. Have you seen the bear? I think you need to see the bear. Because the bear tells a very, very interesting story. The bear tells the story about standards. I will get into that also. What's going on with the Pac-12 and how it's going to affect, well, not just college football, but college sports. And that would include the whole world of betting, wouldn't it? It would. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tony Katz and say hello to the crazy people. They're out there. And find everything at TonyKatz.com. This is Tony Katz Today.